This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This week's episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto. Talenti has created Flavorize.me, a website that analyzes your social media personality. Uh, that could be good or it could be bad, and creates a custom gelato flavor inspired by you. And Talenti will actually make some of the best flavors from the site. That means you might be able to get to taste your own personality. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. So to see what flavor you are, again, not saying a word about that, go to flavorize.me and let Talenti get to work. I'm Matt. <laughs> Which one am I? <laughs> I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about blueberries. And uh, I noticed that the uh, the beautiful blueberry tart that I made I, is sitting, like, just out of reach. And I'm very upset and by it's- this. Oh, I was about to say, and it's already been partially eaten. But no. then I noticed that it was just that you had cut slices for us because you're such a gentleman. It's about to be partially eaten. Will you eaten. please next lay your coat down in a puddle so I don't get muddy? Yes, absolutely. And uh, wait, what do you do after that? I've, I've always wondered that. Like, Yeah, then like, what do you do with your coat? Oh, right. I said you just like, it, it seems like the sort of thing like a rich chivalrous person would do. Because then just, they just leave their coat right, there. Just like, screw it. These I got, are I got more coats. Mm-hmm. Or like, what do you do? So, you know, in the old days when people used to throw their sewage out the window. <laughs> and say Guardy Lou? Yeah. <laughs> the Guardy Lou period. Anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's the thing you would yell when you threw your garbage out the uh, your sewage out the window to warn people. You would yell "Guardy Lou." Really? Why do I know this? Is it actually true? I don't can't answer either of those well, questions. So the the chivalrous male here, assuming that you were walking with a chivalrous male, was supposed to walk on the outside, the street side, so that he would get hit. Right? Yeah, that's never totally made sense it's to me. It's never totally made sense to me either, because how far are they thinking this sewage is going to fly? I Also, what does said chivalrous male do once he's covered with sewage? <laughs> I was going to say, first of all, probably like a, a, uh, a fluid dynamics expert has written a paper on this topic, <laughs> like, you know, who gets who gets I the most really sewage. I really hope so. Um, that is a very good question, because like... The the implication is like that this woman would want to stick around this guy because nope. he's been so chivalrous. Date over. No, he's covered with shit. <laughs> Literally. 
Um, okay, so so we've we've determined that you do want to hang out with the guy who who threw his coat on the ground, right. but not with the guy covered with poop. Yep. Okay, great. We've solved some really modern conundrums. Terrific. Okay, so um, anyway, how did we get here? I have no idea. Oh, because because you had been so gentlemanly, and you you cut me a slice of your your crostata. Yeah, that's as far as that's as far as chivalry grows. Goes. Grows. That's as far as it grows. <laughs> See how chivalry Here grows. Here in the fertile soils of the Amster Burton household. <laughs> um, wait, did you just call it a crostata? I is did. It, is, is it, it a, a crostata? Is it a galette or a crostata? Oh, no. Is a crostata just a galette that moved to Italy? I think so. Okay. I think so. It's weird that the that the words aren't more similar. It's, like, it's kind of like, you know, al fresco is when you're having a picnic in Italy. Uh-huh. And... And en plein air is when you're having your picnic in wait, France. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to reuse old jokes. <laughs> wait, wait, is that a joke we made on a previous yes, episode? Yes, oh, we okay. made that joke on the picnic episode. Oh, okay, that makes you sense. You made that joke, actually, Matthew. Wow, that was that, uh, good for me, this, I think. This is really good to know that I can just keep repurposing your jokes and you won't even recognize it. But the people will know. The, the people the will people. keep you honest. Great. Let's talk about blueberries. Okay, so uh, how did you eat blueberries as a kid, and when are we going to get to eat this tart? Um, so I, I'm pretty sure that we just bought blueberries at the grocery store when I was a kid, you know, because despite the fact that I grew up in, you know, kind of the the old, like... Blueberry basket of America? I was going to say the bread basket, which really has nothing to do with blueberries. But anyway, there were, there were no farmer's markets, none of that BS. And anyway, so <laughs> we bought our, our blueberries at the grocery store. Local food writer calls farmer's markets BS. <laughs> anyway. And I read about it on Gawker. Anyway, uh, I think that we used to just eat blueberries. I'm pretty sure that uh, maybe every now and then I would sort of pile some onto my Brahms French vanilla ice cream. Sure. Man, Brahms, Brahms works its way into every episode. Do you have, are you secretly like taking side kickbacks? Wait, are side kickbacks? That's not a, that's not a term. <laughs> <laughs> are you taking? I'm taking sidekicks. <laughs> are you taking under the table sidekicks from Brahms? I'm taking sidebars. Okay. Yeah. Can we take a sidebar? We need to talk about your under the table sidekicks. <laughs> okay. Go on. Uh, what about you, Matthew? Let's go down your memory lane. I think pretty much the same. That that uh, I ate a lot of uh, supermarket blueberries out of hand mm-hmm. and quickly well, got quickly got out of hand. <laughs> Um, and did you uh, turn into a blueberry like Veruca Salt? Oh, right, exactly. Yes, of course I did. Yeah. Um, I I definitely remember blueberry pancakes. Um, and uh, you know what else I remember is uh, sometimes going to like an IHOP type of place, and uh, they would have blueberry syrup. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is funny? Sidekicks. <laughs> Kickbacks go on. Okay, yeah, uh, and and there would be blueberry syrup alongside the fake maple syrup, and I liked them both. Huh. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this blueberry syrup thing. Should we just dive right into it? Uh, should we dive right into blueberry syrup, <laughs> Gardy Lou? So, so, I've never been a big fan of fruit syrups, mm. and I don't want them touching my my breakfast stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want them touching. Local food writer uses term but breakfast stuff. <laughs> and I don't want. I don't want fruit syrups really touching anything. I want like chocolate syrup on my ice cream, and I want maple syrup on my breakfast stuff. It occurs to me that maybe you could take some blueberries and kind of warm them in maple syrup. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Maybe that would be kind of fun. But then I'm kind of like, eh, but why not just have your maple syrup and then just throw some blueberries out there too. 
Well, here's the thing I feel about blueberries in particular is that uh, some of the summer fruits, like we did strawberries recently, and I think we both agree that uh, that you know plain raw strawberries are really hard to beat. I definitely like plain blueberries, but I think bl- cooked blueberries totally hold their own against raw blueberries. And for that reason, like you know, a, a lightly cooked blueberry syrup that still has some like whole round blueberry chunks in it makes me pretty happy. Did you make one for today? No. Because you've done a good sell, and all of a sudden I'm about to start... Craving? I'm about to start backpedaling with my sidekick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think a a, a, a dynamics uh, uh, mechanics uh, professor has written a paper about whether you can backpedal a sidekick. What that about, was not worth what doing. What about a sidecar? <laughs> can you backpedal with a sidecar? That's a really good question. I think you can. I think so. Do, can you have a can you have a sidecar for a bicycle? Um, or only for like a motorized? And what wait, what do they call like when you have like your kid in a thing in the back of the bicycle? It's not called a back car, is oh, it? Oh, like a bike trailer? That makes sense. We have one of those. Yeah. But but what do you call it? I call it the bike trailer. Okay. We used to call it the bike stroller because June didn't like the bike trailer. And we thought if we called it a stroller, which she did like, that she would like it. How did that work out for you? It actually worked out pretty oh, well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We also had a special song we would sing when we put her helmet on and that helped too. Okay. Wow, not, kids not are really dumb. Kids are so dumb. They <laughs> fall for the stupidest stuff. Yeah, not like us. Nope, nope. What were we talking about? I don't know. Blueberries right. or blueberry syrup. Okay, so let's talk about the raw blueberries again. Yeah, now, before we... I've got some right here. Okay, so... These are, in fact, from the farmer's are... market, that dumb place you hate. <laughs> these are <laughs> these are quite large. <laughs> they are, yeah. Do you notice a difference in... in do, well, do you prefer large or small ones? I feel like I prefer kind of medium size. These, these are... Uh, we bought them on Sunday, so they're starting to get a little soft. They're I think. a little soft, um, but I think the flavor is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think the flavor is very good. I, you know, I think that raw blueberries that are on the sweet side are really not my thing. I okay. really like the kind of acidity of the skin in some of them. I sometimes feel like maybe, like when other people really like blueberries or think that they're great, I think they're too sweet and kind of just flat. Um, I definitely like my blueberries to have a, a bit of tartness to them also. So I guess I guess that means I prefer smaller ones because you get more of a skin to flesh ratio. Wow, this is such a scientific show. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know you know who else likes a nice skin to flesh ratio? Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I, that's that's like a current show, right? I think this may be the first time I've ever made a joke about a piece of pop culture that is less than twenty years old. <laughs> I think it's more than 20 years old. No, no, no. I, the Silence of the Lambs is, but there's currently a Hannibal show. There is? Yes. Oh, uh, that is it pretty... about Hannibal Lecter? Well, now that you ask that, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't seen it, but I think it is. Whatever happened to Jodie Foster? She's so beautiful. I think I think she's still in the panic room. Maybe so. <laughs> huh. See, I can call back to previous episodes also. Good job. Okay. okay. So far, we've gotten through line one of the agenda for this blueberry episode, and okay. there's like 10 left, and we haven't eaten any tart, and I'm okay. very upset about Hold on. This. So let's talk about, uh, you know, there's like this, uh, uh, whenever I buy frozen blueberries, yes, they, some brands of frozen blueberries like to get really excited about the fact that these are wild blueberries, and they're always much smaller if they are right. wild blueberries. Do we even have wild blueberries in Washington State? I mean, I think of it as like a, a Maine kind of thing. Um, I do. I do, too. I don't know the answer. Uh, I assume someone will probably let us know. Here's what I do know. 
which is that uh, there's there's a uh, in- industry term for the types of blueberry plants that produce uh, larger commercial blueberries and a different term for the types of blueberry plants that produce smaller wild blueberries. Are you going to share the this? terms with us? Uh, because I know this because I get uh, I, like I'm on their PR list for the High Bush Blueberry Council. That's the commercial. Are kind. you kidding I'm me? I'm completely serious. Wait a minute. Why are you on the PR? Oh, they just put you on the PR list. Oh, I'm not. I, I don't work for their PR department. I get their. I receive their press releases. Wow, I'm really in upset my bulk that I'm mailbox. I'm, yeah, I'm upset that I'm not receiving these press releases and only other ones, like for how you can cut your watermelon into many different shapes to please the attendees at your ladies' lunch. Um, oh, when I, I thought you were going to say like how to cut your got, water usage. I actually got that one today. Like the the most pleasing ways to cut your watermelon? Mm-hmm. How to cut them into animal shapes for your next like summer garden party? It sounds to me like this press release was a screaming success for the watermelon slicing council. <laughs> anyway, go anyway, on, tell us the name. So, my, so I guess my question for you is: is, is high bush and low bush? Maybe that's too personal a question. Huh? I'm not sure which is. Yeah. Which. I'm, I'm... <laughs> anyway, so wait, what are these? What are the names of these these bushes? That's it. High, High bush, bush or low, low bush. bush. Oh, so we're lo- I'm going to guess that low bush are the smaller blueberries. That's correct. And high bush are the bigger it blueberries. It wasn't a quiz, but yes, I, I kind of said that that's what it was. <laughs> you already said that? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but, but correct. I mean, yeah, gold star. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. And if you've ever tried to build a website without Squarespace, you understand why. Yeah, you know, it, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair, Matthew. I think I think all affairs are probably time-consuming. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, in my experience, but web coding, time-consuming affair. The the steamiest and most time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know how it used to be. Like if you wanted to have a, a an affair with with a website you were building, <laughs> you would have to slog through uh, you know acres of code, and finally you would say, "Okay, show me what this code actually looks like," and it would look <laughs> like a pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and that is hot. Oh, yeah. Hot garbage. Uh, <laughs> anyway. If you don't want your website to look like hot garbage, try Squarespace. Mm-hmm. You know, we have played around with Squarespace quite a bit ourselves. Yeah. Wow, we've <laughs> got this real playing around theme going today. Sure. And um, I could not believe how intuitive it was and how easy it was to create something that was really beautiful and, and extremely functional. You know, you can you can build your e-commerce site using Squarespace. You could have a blog. You could just have a beautiful, like, just landing page for your self. Yes. When I want to land somewhere beautiful, I always turn to Squarespace. Me it's too. a soft, cushiony kind of landing. They have over 20 uh, professionally designed templates, uh, so your site is going to look great even if you are not a professional designer. If you are a professional designer, you can get as down and dirty in the code as you want. (laughs) And it all starts at just eight bucks a month, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a whole year. But we can do better than that. If you use the offer code SPILLED, uh, you will not only get uh, the free trial, no credit card required, but uh, when you make your purchase, as inevitably you will, you will get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. Let's talk about cooked blueberries now by eating this tart. Let's talk about it by eating it. Wow, this is really pretty. So, Matthew, tell me about this. Okay, um, I really, like... I had an ethical, you know, arm wrestling match with myself this morning because I was I was on the verge of saying I made this, which would be an absolute lie. My wife, Lori, made this tart and she's made it a number of times before. Yeah, I think of Lori as the baker in your family. I, I probably could have made it, but I didn't. 
Well, way to go, Lori. This is delicious. Where does the recipe come from? It comes from Joanne Chang of Flower Bakery in Boston. Mm-hmm. And the recipe is in an old issue of Fine Cooking. And I'm sure if, if I can't if we can't find the recipe online, I will I will type it up and post it for you at spilledmilkpodcast.com. You're a good man, Matthew Amsterburton. I'm a chivalrous man. I uh, <laughs> I'll I'll type up your recipes. I'll uh, I'll throw my jacket on the ground. <laughs> Even even if there's no puddle, I'll just throw my jacket on the ground <laughs> just just to prove that I'm a devil may care kind of guy who can waste jackets. I love that. It's you know what's funny that if uh, <laughs> if you throw a ja- if you like put a jacket out on the ground like so someone can walk over it, um, then that makes you like a chivalrous person to be respected. But if you put a couch or a mattress out on the ground, <laughs> then then uh, you're kind of a dirtbag, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, if you is just that, if you just leave it outside far? your house, yeah, like like my my like, neighborhood like just put it out for free, right? My my neighborhood is like every you know any season of the year is infested with uh, old couches that just got rained on and are and are growing six kinds of mold. Yeah, I don't think you know. I feel like it's one thing to put out. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you making a putting out <laughs> joke here. It's it's coming on. I feel like it's one thing to put out like small desirable items. Oh. <laughs> Such as, <laughs> you know, like, like a, like a your boombox that you I, don't want anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, as long as it has a CD player, right? Because right. if it only has, it a, only has tape a tape player, <laughs> although I have a tape player in my car, and I'm really grateful for it. What do you listen to on the tape player in your car? Do you like? Do you make your self oh, mixtapes? No, I have some old mixtapes that like a friend that made for me play? when I was like 12. Like, so I had this friend named Marianne who was 19 and I was 12. I have no idea why she was hanging out with me, but she got me into all the music that then made a huge impact on me as a teenager, like Fugazi and Minor Threat and all these things. And she made me Good this work, fantastic mixtape and I still have it. My Marianne was named Christine and uh, she was my punk rock babysitter. Oh, Yeah. That's awesome. One time, like, this is one of the most vivid memories of my childhood. We sat down together and we went through, like, the top, the Billboard Top 10 and made up parody names for all of them. And uh, so the the one that I, maybe we've talked about this on the show before, but who cares? Uh, the one, the one I remember, let's see, I, I remember two, um, and now I feel like sure that we've talked about this before. They were uh, Borderline by Madonna turned into um, Court of Slime by Piranha. And uh, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to take it by, by Twisted Sister uh, turned into uh, Beer's Not Good in Cake Kid by <laughs> Twisted Blister. Yes! Oh, that's so great. We were so proud of ourselves. That's so much better than, like... What I was like, so I had this babysitter sometimes named Reese. She was so cool. She was a modern dancer. She was like super creative. She was the kind of babysitter who would like come over with a bunch of like foam board and poster board and would like build stuff with you. Like would wow. build would, like build an entire car for you to put your Cabbage Patch Kids in. <laughs> she would literally build no out of foam core out of foam core. She was the coolest. But anyway, um. She, uh, this was when the song Rock Me Amadeus was out. <laughs> of course, Falco. And I remember she told me that it was Fuck Me Amadeus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant. But, but you knew I it. thought, that is so dirty. Wow. I love it. Yeah. Um, th- so, but I like I like Twisted Blister. There, there was kind of a lot of fucking in the movie Amadeus. There was? I've never I, seen it. I'm pretty it. sure there was. Wow. I mean, was it like Game of Thrones level? No. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, so, but I'm going to guess it was not. Um, yeah, they, well now I'm, now I'm going to watch Amadeus. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's I, it's probably a good movie. I think it won Best Picture. Uh, once again, at we the, are at citing the, like, pop adult culture. video awards. <laughs> once again, we are referencing oh, pop yeah, yeah. culture. Have, you, have is... you heard of this new movie, Amadeus, <laughs> with that hot young out- actor F. Murray Abraham? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm getting an F. F. Murray Abraham poster <clears throat> to put up above my race car bed. <laughs> um, so uh, is, is it is it still? Are we still on topic? Because we're we're <laughs> stuffing forkfuls of blueberry tart into our mouth. Okay. Yeah. Let's so, just move so this, this blueberry along. tart it's it's a rustic tart. So you make like a a pastry dough and you and you just sort of like. Mold it into a rough circle around some blueberries with uh, with lemon zest and granulated sugar, and then uh, bake it until the the tart dough is nice, nicely browned. And uh, sp- oh, you sprinkle it with a little. Uh, is the is the coarse one demerara or turbinado? I think they're both. I think they're both coarse. Okay, one of those. Some kind of fancy uh, coarse uh, sanding sugar. Cool. Not something else. Uh, and uh, and it's great. I don't know the difference between galette and crostata. However, I think that I'm I'm going to call this one both at the same time, and I'm I'm really enjoying eating it. You know, I forgot to mention something about raw blueberries. I love to eat them cold. Like I really want them to be like oh. ice cold, like straight out of the fridge. Maybe it emphasizes. You know how when things are really cold, it makes them taste less sweet. Yes, I th- that's a good point. And so I wonder if that's why I like them best, really, really cold. Well, we should do a comparison because you know what we – I mean, these these ones that I have sitting out on the table are not very cold, but they're colder than room temperature. Out on our balcony, we have a blueberry hot bush. blueberries. We have hot, sun-baked blueberries, like fresh off the – I don't know if it's a low bush or a high bush. Who knows? <laughs> um but uh, we should we should like go out there and and uh, and pick some and come back and do a little taste test. Maybe um, I think they might be kind of well. I don't know. I, I don't want to apologize for my blueberries. Don't apologize for um, your blueberries. Blueberry bushes are amazing. Like really, we uh, in in the sense that we uh, as a as a family, not you and I, but but me and and the members of my real family, we are Ouch. like serial plant murderers. Sorry, um, that that came off sounding way harsher than I intended. Wow. Um, we'll talk. We'll talk about this off mic uh, with <laughs> with the presence of a trained mediator. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have killed so many plants. We're you know we're those kind of uh, uh, people. Uh, but this blueberry bush, like you know, we forget to water it. We kind of stick it in the basement all winter. I mean, not kind of. We literally stick it in the basement all winter. Then just kind of stick it back on the balcony uh, sometime when uh, summer has is threatening to start, and it's always fine. Really? Yeah, and it gets bigger every year. I didn't know that blueberry bushes were perennials. Uh, if that's what that means, then yes, that, yes. Wow. So it's not like you're starting over with a new plant. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, I guess that makes sense because people plant a blueberry bush and then it just keeps doing its thing. God, I'm, right, I'll I'm take a your word for it. sometimes. I don't know. I don't know if they're considered like, you know, a weed that will take over your garden or like, I, I guess blackberries are like, I don't know if blackberries are closely related to blueberries. I know blackberries are considered a noxious weed. Yeah. Mint I don't think, also. I don't, we, yeah. had, we had like a crazy mint bush in my backyard when I was a kid that my dad like like went out. It, it was literally like a scene for a movie where like the man goes out like into the backyard and like comes back like, you know, caked with mud and like cuts and like, you know, because wow. he had to dispatch some sort of presence. Way to go, Richard Amster. Yeah, I was, I was really impressed. That made wow. a big impression. That and the top 40 songs with, with Christine, the babysitter. Christine sounds amazing. Oh, she was. She, and she was in a punk rock band, a number of them. Uh, she was in one called Brazen Hussies. 
Yes. Isn't that great? Yeah, she's terrific. I wonder what she's doing now. Um, I Maybe don't know. Maybe she listens to the I show. I hope she listens to the Hi, show. Hi, Christine. Let's, let's bush it up. Make it bushy. Okay, we're back. Yeah, good thing you weren't close to the microphone when you said, <laughs> let's bush it up. All right, so, uh, so we each, I think we each picked two blueberries. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to declare our, uh, our home blueberry bush a low bush because these are like fully ripe but very small. Ooh. Much tarter. Mm, I like them. I like them too. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, you've I guess in good, comparison. You've got a good bush there. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I'm just talking about plants. I know. No, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you went there. <clears throat> You know, when when someone gives you a compliment, the the uh, instinct is to say, "Well, thank you," and same to you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> don't you know it? Uh, I do not. All right. Uh, oh, so you you wanted to say something about uh, blueberry muffins. <laughs> Not blueberry muffins, but blueberry muffins. I think that's all we need to say. <laughs> Wait, that, that's what you wanted to say? Yes. Okay, great. Blueberry muffins. Okay, great. We, we did a muffin episode on which I'm sure we talked at length about blueberry yeah, muffins. Yeah, I think we did. So, so check that out. And um, uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we will either link to or post the recipe for today's blueberry crostata slash galette. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. And you can, well, you probably already found us on iTunes, but you can find us there every Thursday when we put up a new episode. Yeah. Um, that's, hey, that's that might be today. It might be Depending today. on when you're listening <laughs> hi. to this. Uh, and, <laughs> hi. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the, the show where we take under the table kickbacks from all of our sidekicks. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. See what happens. Let's let her rip. Let's light it up. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.